0: Hi, the following podcast is brought to you by Radical Road Brewery, the best craft beer in the heart of Leslieville. Find them at 1177 Queen Street East. That's Radical Road Brewery.
1: My name is Renee Couture, I play the drums.
2: (laughs) I guess I'm Johnny Fox, (laughs) guitar vocals.
1: And
3: I'm Brendan, I play bass.
2: And welcome to the music.
0: welcome 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 thanks for thanks for joining us uh we are here live and in fact i think this may be the first live interview we've done since covid which is really weird crazy, crazy. and coincidentally Cream's not with us today because he went to mexico had a great time for his one of his big birthdays and uh, ended up with covid so, so you've got me today um so so welcome thanks for coming uh, have you guys been to history yet like have you been in this room Any yeah shows? we yeah.
1: Uh, we uh, saw royal blood here ah. a few months back it's great it's a really really good show beautiful venue yeah
0: it's uh, so we're very excited to perform tonight I think it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah that's great yeah I've, I've seen a few shows here and to me it's just it's the sound is immaculate the views are immaculate, no matter where you are, right? The sight lines mm-hmm. are fantastic. You can tell that you know, a musician or people that care about music put this place together. Absolutely. So, so you guys are on tour right now with, uh, I guess this is the last show you were mentioning, of the tour with Three Days Grace. I know mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I are coming down a little later to check it out, which we're excited about. Uh, what's it like been touring with Three Days Grace? And where have you guys been?
1: Uh, it's been amazing. We we started out in Vancouver, we and uh, made our way all the way back here to Toronto. So we've been a lot of places. Um, the I think the most exciting thing about touring really is just being able to perform the new songs mm-hmm. in front of uh, a lot of new people that don't uh, that haven't seen us before. So that for us, this uh, with their released uh, shockwave. Our brand new album this has been like a really cool way um, to experience the new material live in a big way because the audiences are and the venues are so big yeah (laughs) so we uh, it's been it's it's really nice seeing the way the new songs are um, going over live and it's really exciting to play the new material because we've been, you know, in the studio and just itching to get this stuff out. And the camp, uh, Three Days Grace camp has been amazing. They treat us like family.
2: (laughs) And they kind of are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, my lead singer for my old band, My
3: Darkest Days, is the singer for Three Days Grace now. So it is literally like family. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. I hadn't hadn't put that together, so yeah. Okay, excellent, excellent. Um, and this is the first tour since the so first time you guys been on the road since 2020. Is that correct? Is,
1: we did a couple of short things uh, through the U.S., but this is the first kind of um, full length tour. So yeah. we did like very small stints and, uh, and whatnot just to kind of like dip our toes
0: back into the water, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, this is the first one, really. That's great. That's great. And you guys have been playing, you've been across Canada? Is that what the...
1: Uh,
0: yeah, well, this tour US? this tour is across Canada, yeah. but the other stuff was through
1: the through the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, actually a couple of dates in Ontario. Okay. In, the, in the summer, the
3: little uh, jaunt out to Alberta. Oh, yeah. Back. We did the one-off.
0: Thunder Bay. To,
3: and then Thunder Bay. And a few U.S. Which is basically going too. out to Alberta when you driving the Thunder Bay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. straight shot up
2: from Montana,
3: so... Yeah. yeah, we went through the U.S., played okay couple couple dates down there, so. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent.
0: Um, you mentioned the new album, uh, or the your latest release, Shockwave. Um, yeah. I read that uh, you mentioned it was probably one of the most personal albums that you've, of the three albums, I think, that you've done? Is it three albums? Uh, this will be our second full-length. Second, so second we full did length.
1: It, yeah, yeah, we did uh, an a EP, and then our first full-length under our label, which was Badlands. This is the second one. Yeah, it is the most, I feel like it's the most personal. Like uh, We spent a lot more time um, figuring it, like, just really wanting to figure out what we wanted to do this time around because I feel like, you know, with an EP, when we first put that out, six, six songs, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's just kind of a, a short introduction to what we're all about. And then our first full length, mm-hmm. we did... Uh, we. It was kind of an extension of the EP, but just mixed differently. We wanted it to be sort of like a, like a throwback feel with like new sonic sort of mixing techniques. And, uh, but this time around, um, we just had more time to look introspectively, I guess, and, and kind of like who we are as a band and where we've come from, and, uh, and spent a lot of time looking that way so we pulled a a lot of the material was pulled out of um some of the experiences that we've had over the years as a band and as for uh johnny and i (laughs) (laughs) as a couple (laughs) yeah yeah um (laughs) and uh so yeah it's a lot of it's like personal sort of story stuff that came through through our experiences through like living in this sort of crazy rock and roll world and, you know, uh, as far as like it being more edgy and like uh, more big and powerful on the heavier side, it was, you know, a lot of that was derived from the places that we, um, like we grew up listening to music. So mm-hmm. for Renee uh, called The Office. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like hardcore bands and stuff came through there, Mm -hmm. but one actually the first time I think we hung out we saw Bionic Which was this hardcore band from Montreal and then for me in Oshawa. It was the dungeon Yeah. so we uh, Yeah, so we just like we just wanted to make something that had a little more punch a little more edge to it And uh, that really spoke to us and and like our roots and stuff and uh, So this is this is much more of a personal album for sure. Yeah.
0: And and was it recorded was it recorded over or during COVID or was it recorded before like it and was then what impact did that have on the process or wasn't it? It was record,
1: recorded during. We actually had a different plan to record yeah. okay. um pre-COVID and when everything hit we changed everything up. Like we all out. Yeah, <laughs> we had like a, a like all these other songs written and stuff like that. But we just looked at it as like an opportunity to um, spend more time on it and uh, and then just try to write from scratch and like I said, you know use that time to really focus in on who we are, where we've come from and uh, and that being really important. So it was during during that uh, during COVID when we wrote it. and we also had more opportunity to you know look at uh, different studios and and uh, different producer. Which was uh, Neil Sanderson from Three Days Grace? Mm. Talk about family on yeah, on the road with yeah, the producer yeah, exactly. of the album. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So and he like we had hung out in the past uh, quite a bit. So um, because we lived so close to each other, when everything went down in the beginning, uh, like the first couple months, we were hanging out and just like working uh, like working on songs and being creative and stuff, and then. That just sort of flourished into something greater, where we just brought him, like, asked if he wanted to be on board to produce it. And yeah. not So it was. Uh,
0: yeah, it was a COVID album. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny as we're talking to people, there's, you know, it, it, talking to other artists and musicians. You know, it's interesting hearing the stories of what has come out of COVID. And some people, mm-hmm. some people just couldn't play or couldn't write, and then some people really found the opportunity to to create. So it was really it's yeah. interesting as we're talking to people.
1: I think for us it we it's like the the creative process is really nice. It's like a, a an escape, but it's it like in a really um, positive way because it's like t- the, I think the thing that we uh, juggle with the most is time. Like having enough time to to put more into the creative process, and because we had this time. Uh, we really used it as, uh, we wanted to put something ex- extremely special together for people, but also we didn't want to talk about COVID, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, everybody's heard that shit to death, so it's like, let's yeah. not talk about that, because yeah. it's like, uh, like we're s- everybody's just tired of it, yeah. and we didn't want this to be an album that just spoke about that. We wanted it to be something that could... We wanted it to be really great and have really great songs that people will celebrate and enjoy, and because uh, and for us, like being a fan first, that's what I would want for right. you know yep. one of some of our favorite artists. So I think we, we looked at it that way. Yeah, I I you know I hope it worked. <laughs> <laughs> people seem to be liking it. That's great. That's
0: great. That's great. So um, it's funny you mentioned about the dirty schwa. Uh, I, I grew up in Whitby myself, so I uh, spent a lot of time, lived in numerous houses and apartments uh, throughout Oshawa. Um, I actually had uh, Will McGurk, who I have known since we were kids, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that he mentioned um, that, he first of all he wants to say hello, he wants to say hello. Cool. Uh, then the other thing was he mentioned that, you know, you guys are huge supporters of local, yeah, um, local businesses and, and you know just supporting the community um can you talk about that Your yeah i mean I, I i guess we're huge supporters <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 know. <laughs> he says you are yeah, well we, we
2: like to eat and we like to, <laughs> yeah. we like, to sit, like go to the local clubs so i mean yeah. we're always in the scene yeah. and supporting everything yeah. going on you're
3: always pumping like a, another spin records and like the local record the local record shop right so yeah
2: and that was a random thing too because we lived in this condo building downtown and uh one of the other people in the condo building was a huge fan of music and every time we bumped into each other in the elevator he's like you know i've always wanted to open a record shop and then there was just one day where we're walking down the street like oh there's a new record shop down here we popped our heads in and it's him and he did it and he opened up the record shop so it was like yeah, it's just one more thing to be supportive of friends and family who, you know, took also took covid as an adventure to start something that they've been passionate about and maybe held back on and now it's like just go for it, right? So mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot. I mean, we've made a lot of friends with a lot of businesses downtown and we always want them to thrive. So
3: sent a couple of new patrons down to the, uh, atria, the, yeah, the atria. Yeah,
2: the Yeah. we, yeah, we yeah. sent the warning crew down to the Atria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I great. think I think is supportive wise um it's nice to like when we we see other bands or people trying to be creative we try to support the creative places Mm -hmm. the venues and all that sort of stuff and just to kind of like um at least for some of the locals who are kind of are looking for a creative outlet being like yeah like this is if you start in these little outlets like that grows and then potentially you could be Touring internationally or whatever it is uh-huh. right and i think that that is is important for sure
0: uh-huh. and and you guys i think you stopped in oshawa on this tour with mm-hmm. three days yeah. gm is it gm center is that what it's called that's, I'm a about one. that's another one It'll is it, be we were just GM talking about this earlier the tribute community center tribute yeah. community center right is that, that's where you you played yeah at the gm center yeah. so how was that <laughs> as far as uh yeah, as far as like a homecoming like was that
1: it was cool. Yeah, we did. Uh, we shot a video okay. that night. Um, we had uh, Jesse from the Eagles of Death Metal uh, fly in from LA, okay. and uh, Barry Stock from Three Days Grace joined us on stage. And it, we shot a, a video for our, our brand new single, uh, Motherload, mm-hmm. which is which features the Eagles of Death yeah, Metal. Say. So it was it was cool. Like it was it was a really fun experience. It was like a Tuesday night. I think it was Tuesday, which is like, you know, you never know what you're gonna get through the week
0: sometimes. But uh, yeah, it was nice. That's great. That's great. And and um, it's a great segue into one of my questions. What was it like working with the guys from Eagles of Death Metal, like, was that, because we recorded, was it, did you work on one song with them or did you do multiple? Like
1: at- Yeah, we did the, so the single yeah, yeah, we had, uh, we had written um, and it just kind of reminded us of the time that uh that we spent in LA like hanging it with Jesse and mm-hmm. he was a death metal. Like it was like for us a lot of this the music is coming from personal experiences. Mm-hmm. So um when we when we had that song finished we you know, we talked to uh Jesse and just like you know this and sent him the music and he was just they were so into it. So I think that it you know like it's always exciting for uh, like bands like us mm-hmm. who grew up listening to like Queens of the Stone Age yeah. and Eagles of Death Metal and, and like K- Kaius, yeah. Gaius, yeah. stuff that's just from that area, and then being like um, being able to collaborate mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. is just like it's it's like these little rewards that you get for working really hard on the craft, yeah. and uh, and it's really nice to be able to. Um, call these people like our friends mm-hmm. and Keep in touch with them and stuff like that and and find out that they they're really nice and cool people that Because um, sometimes you never know what you're gonna get when you meet some people mm-hmm. that are other artists that you grew up listening to It could be like complete douchebags yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for us, it's just very exciting to be able to be like on the level with them and and to collaborate creatively and have them be a part of a recording is just, like, it's very special to us, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then also have them fly in for the video and, like, just... You you bring capes in. for everyone. Yeah, bring <laughs> <in. There's
3: laughs> capes for everyone. Capes for days. He, he, he had an evil Knievel suit. Cape. Okay. Like, yeah. full suit that Evil Knievel's kids gave, gifted him. So, like, it's legit.
0: Yeah. And actually, like, actually, it was Evil Knievel. Oh, like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so he, that's in the video?
2: Yeah, uh, well <laughs> suit
0: actually, isn't. No, he suit he, he yeah, had
3: okay. a lot. He had a lot of options. For okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be a little more. Uh, he wanted a little more movement. Suits a little
0: tight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. Um, so, one of the questions another somebody else that we mutually know, um, I was chatting with was Chuck Daly. From the salads. I've known Chuck again. We were talking about London um, back in the Zool's Evil Disco and, and the salads playing together at the Call of the Office, which I mentioned earlier. Um, so, Chuck played with you previously, as I understand, on, on mm-hmm. the road. Um, you, you are a, a duo versus, and I know there's the bands involved, but so mm-hmm. why, why, and this is actually one of Cream's questions that he wanted to ask so, why a duo versus a full band?
1: Well, I think, in the beginning stages for us, like we when Renee and I started to just jam together and uh create music, we didn't care about um the way that other bands did things. Mm-hmm. we just did things our way okay. like uh for me, on like um the guitar, it was like an acoustic through a martial stack, and uh like it was just like. And you know, Johnny was okay with that, so <laughs> we didn't it was just it's an exciting thing. It's I think being creative and and just running with things and, and uh and letting your creative juices flow, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They uh um you don't really think about um at least for us we didn't really think about Um, or care about what other bands were doing so much we just wanted to do what we liked to do Uh and for us it was just um, we were always ready to jam always ready to like pick up our instruments and and play and that just it always seemed to keep us uh, progressing instead of slowing things down Uh and so we just developed as a two-piece that way and, uh, and then over time, like we, you know, we started to develop a fan base, started to do mo- more recordings, more touring and all that stuff, and then we signed the record deal. And, and uh, I think this time around with this album is that, uh, you know, I, I guess for us, like at the time we were doing the duo thing, there wasn't as many duos too. And it's just like now, these days, it's just like there's so many. Mm. doesn't feel as unique huh. so we're like going against the grain yeah. <laughs> and being like we're no longer a duo we're like dead. we're a trio <laughs> but well, all, it was about
2: the songs of too. course like, of course we didn't just like we have to get out of this duo situation yeah, yeah what yeah, can yeah. we add yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i wonder what it is in rock and roll that <laughs> but it, w- it really oh, oh. does come down to the songs i think and then just yeah. the time that we had to explore uh, the option of adding bass mm-hmm. and i think that it and when we were looking at the album and the creation of shockwave and looking at our roots and stuff like that then we started to really dive in like if it's going to be heavier it's going to be this like in all those and all that music that we grew up with and and we're absorbing that low end that bass mm-hmm. had its own voice and had its own lines and and uh and we really that was important to us for the songs and the songs were like begging for it. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we decided to take that step. Yeah, and, and COVID,
2: COVID brought on that opportunity mm. too, right? Cause we're all online and I just saw Chuck post, you know, just doing a little bass lick and, and he's just like, free to jam or something. And I was like, what about Chuck? Like, Cause the songs were already yeah. written at that point okay. and we didn't have any I think it maybe we had some root note stuff down just to kind of fill in the low end when we brought him in it was the same thing we didn't want to um, limit his creativeness right so we know his style so we let him just go free on it and we're like just kind of do what you do and yeah. we kind of want to see and we did this with a few other bass players before we went into the studio and he just stood out the most and was doing some really creative stuff and You know, he did come out on the road with us for a little bit, but it wasn't working out. So um, I think B did an amazing job stepping in Mm -hmm. and even adding his own little flair in there, too. Mm -hmm. And it all kind of worked out. So now we're a trio.
1: Yeah, that's great. What's what's nice, too, is like when we bring the older songs back into play, the stuff that doesn't have the bass lines, Mm -hmm. um, B's contribution to that is incredible. So now, like all the older material have this massive new... Uh, rebirth to them and stuff which is really exciting for the live show. That's great. And yeah. keeping the, like Chuck did an amazing
3: job on the album. I love yeah. his bass lines on it so it's like yeah. a pleasure to learn them and I try to do them like I learn yeah. them like really accurately. I, I got like soloed bass so yeah. I can really hear what's going on because there's nutty stuff going on. Oh you'll yeah. you'll he- hear some of it live. It's like it's it's quite something
1: actually so. That's
2: Chuckism. Great. Isn't that what you're calling it? Uh, Chuckism?
0: Chuck-isms.
1: Chuckism. Bobaki. That was Bucky. Chucky Bobucky. I don't think he
0: liked
2: that. <laughs> That's why he left. That's yeah. why he left.
1: Everything was good until that nickname. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck did he call me?" Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, but 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 great lines that just like yeah. sing all on their own. Like he added all these like nine chords and crazy like like melodic. Yeah. Stuff into it, so it's 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 really cool. I that's really dig it. So that. he's cool. actually coming tonight. Is he? Oh. Is he coming down? i will yeah. dropped my note. Better. I better not screw it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. yeah <right. laughs>
1: it's all pre-recorded tracks,
0: anyway. Yeah, like. <laughs> right. yeah.
3: Renee, hit play. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> just bounce around like a couple yeah. buffoons it's
3: just that the base is just a necklace
0: <laughs> <laughs> just wearing it
3: just wearing it <laughs>
0: um so one of the questions that we like to ask um is w- we have a segment called lost venues mm-hmm. and it's about venues that are no longer with us anymore i mean we, thankfully we have history which is relatively new to the city which is an amazing venue as we were discussing earlier do you have each have a venue that you can talk about that's no longer with us, and it could be a good story, it could be a funny story, it could be a shitty story, I'd love to hear.
2: Yeah, I know, they are really, there are so many. Uh, well, for me, born and raised in London, so mm-hmm. call the office closing was a huge blow mm-hmm. to me and the city, really. But once I knew it was up for sale, I knew that heart and that passion might not be there like it was, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, that was a hard one. They yeah. actually drove past it at our show in London. I'm like, ah, still standing, but it's yeah, sure it'll be a parking lot by next year. Or a condo. Yeah, that was that was a big loss. Yeah, Cherry Colas is gone now too, right? Cherry Colas and right around
3: the corner. Honestly, for me, when my darkest days was getting started, uh, the Reverb yeah. Cathedral, yes. Holy yes. Joe's, yeah. Yeah. that was a huge blow for me. When that when that happened, it turned into a CBT. It's like a furniture store. Yeah, to me, it was like, oh my god. Empire Records happened, mm-hmm. like instead yeah. of selling toilets, like they were going to make the record store in Empire. Re- it's like they literally started selling furniture. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, oh come on. Even though, yeah. let's be honest, the cathedral is not the nicest yeah. uh, clean venue you can imagine. But still, the
2: Opus was pristine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: but it yeah. but it was such like I just when I first moved to Toronto in the in the like. Early two thousands, it was such like to me. It was like an institution. You'd go by, and there would always be bands there. You could always go in and see bands in multiple different rooms and everything. So yeah. when it when it went, it was like it was kind of a blow. I was like, oh, that hurt. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then I guess the dungeon for Johnny, but it's being revitalized. So
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, so it, you
2: mean uh, Renee?
0: We're confused there for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, the 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 dungeon. The dungeon.
3: dungeon.
1: Yeah, I I I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. I actually like used to uh, help the sound guy Mm -hmm. when I was really young because I just wanted to be around shows. Mm -hmm. be like uh, just volunteering (laughs) my time, (laughs) and uh, but it was like. I I don't know like it's like as much as like that place it was there's no way it could have survived it was just it was so It like the place would just get trashed by the end of the night It was always trashed you'd go
3: into the other rooms that were like rehearsal spaces and there was just like people would just destroy it Even even the stage I remember there was this carpet and like a big X and they're like, just watch when you step on the X, because the floor was broken under it, so you could step on the carpet and not really go through, but it was like a little, <laughs> don't roll your amp over that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: That was like the embassy in London, too.
3: Yeah. 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 What's, what's another one? Sorry, I have one more. Yeah, yeah. Norma Jeans in London. Norma's. That's, That's nice. That has a special <laughs> place in my heart. That was another MDD. Like, we used to do the 401, and, and Norma Jeans was always, you'd come in. You know, on a Friday afternoon, there'd be a, a do-it-yourself uh, nacho station. <laughs> <laughs> After you load in, just classics like that. That kind of hurts that it's gone. I feel yeah.
2: like E. Coli and Crush never left the marquee. No,
3: or, uh, and Lucas Rossi, C. Spot Run, C. Yeah, spot yeah. Run, run
0: Semi Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, those are great places. To yeah. Again call the office was a big hit for me for sure for sure Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time there i wonder
2: who got like all of those because on the inside was every calendar of every show right right.
0: that's right
2: who's holding probably tony lima i bet he has all of it Huh. i was thinking but the actual sign of the venue is still out front i'm like that's got to go in some sort of yeah like Like, someone needs to get that down before it's destroyed
3: all right guys let's get it empty the trail route tonight the, yeah let's go, get let's go, back, there's, for there's go back for it go back for it
0: there's the goal so wrapping up the tour here at history um what's next what's next for you guys ship rocked yeah
2: yeah yeah the big
1: cruise so i think that when when's the date for that um,
2: january 22nd i think so it's a yeah. little ways away it's just like
1: this big crazy um rock and roll cruise okay That we like it's just a a ton of bands uh mostly american rock bands and uh it's like a party for how many days 10 days something like that great it's the of stops in the caribbean different islands oh yeah yeah that's great yeah but we i mean uh for us it's just uh because we just sort of released our brand new album it's going to be a lot of touring it like bringing it to life um as many places as possible. Um, we're getting some traction, more international traction with this release in the beginning stages so you know hopefully we'll see a lot more uh, touring in Europe and the UK mm-hmm. and whatnot and, and for us it'll probably be life on the road for a
0: little while. Yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, one question I'd like to ask just to get an idea of what you guys are listening to. What's, what's, should, what's in your ears lately? What have you been listening to that people should be checking out?
2: Today was Boy George all the way here. Boy
0: George all the way. Yeah.
2: Yep. Right. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> the
3: new Royal Blood album yes. is our pre-show ritual. Okay. Johnny breaks out the Bluetooth speaker. We put it on. We drink a Monster. <laughs> like that's that's literally every day. Yeah
1: listen to some muse torch i mean we listen to hours and hours Yeah, we, of we torch. Just drove
3: through northern ontario winnipeg so johnny thought it was a great opportunity to go through the entire torch catalog and that's what basically what you need is a drive <laughs> yeah, from to get- winnipeg to laval and yeah. you can get
0: through torch
1: yeah torch was a big one
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent excellent um so if people want to find out more about what you're up to upcoming shows where can they go check you guys out <laughs> <laughs> Backing track, I like, oh. yeah that so was you you might I that don't know, if you, heard heard I don't that. know if you could hear a toilet out. flush at the <laughs> same so time like, that
1: was, uh... was so, like so if people want to check you like, it, like,
0: <laughs> like <laughs> an episode from WKRP or something yeah yeah <laughs> come in <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're locked. Yeah. We're, we're back. Um,
2: our website. Yep. <laughs> and our social media oh, pages. Oh, oh, well. oh,
1: oh, oh, hey, hey Andy, Andy. Come on in, Andy. <laughs> That's our sound guy, our sound engineer, I should say. Oh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. He's gone.
0: This yeah, is, the, okay. but you know what? Though? Honestly,
1: you can message Randy to find out. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: just this you is great. Just info. to be back into in-person interviews, and you know we usually do this out of a bar in Leslieville okay. uh, or wherever mm. somebody's playing. So you know, yeah. shit like this happens all the time. So yeah, adds to the <laughs> ambiance, as they would say. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So back to where can people check it?
1: So we're on all social media, yeah. Instagram. Uh, I think we keep more frequent on Instagram with stories and that sort of stuff. Uh, but we're on Facebook twitter website the website's like a good place to find everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because that's just like the the solid page that all the information all the links to music and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and if you want to dive deeper into what we do there's like all the video stuff that's posted up there too and uh yeah i think that's probably the best spot standstills.com standstills.com handle on instagram is the standstills at uh, the standstills yep. there we go.
2: <laughs> perfect thanks yeah, what? at the standstills one three a four yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a few fake accounts out there I'm sure that are. we created them yeah. oh you did <laughs> right? oh no, no, no we didn't control no. yourselves perfect <laughs> yeah. that's awesome well thanks for your time I know you guys are heading to sound check uh, I'm really excited to come back later tonight and see, see you guys live and see three days grace again so uh, appreciate your time yeah, thank, thank you great. yeah thank you thanks